Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Maya Burns, and I'm here to talk to you about business, growing your wealth, and maintaining a healthy mind and body. By sharing the topics that are important to me, I hope you're able to start living and feeling your best. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Um, Happy Monday if you're listening to this on a Monday, and if you're listening to this on any other day of the week, I hope you have a wonderful day as well. So today, we're going to be wrapping up this little money mini-series with the final sort of episode, I guess, um, where we're going to be talking about investing. So we started with budgeting, we started with savings, and now we're going to finish it off with investing your hard-earned money. So um, yeah, obviously there are many, many ways that you can invest. There's, you know, things like cryptocurrency, um, stocks, bonds, um, real estate, uh, things like that. Um, real estate is going to be the one I want to touch on today because I think that I am somewhat qualified to talk about it because this is my job. Um, but yeah, I definitely wanted to kind of, first of all, dive into the basics of investing. So a lot of people are kind of in the dark when it comes to investing. I know that myself personally, I was always very much in the dark. I knew nothing about it. Still to this day, I'm not very fluent in, you know, that kind of stuff, um, especially when it comes to cryptocurrency. I am I feel like I'm, you know, 80 years old trying to use a computer when people are talking cryptocurrency to me. I, I, I just, it's not something that I fully understand. It's something that I would love, love, love to learn about a bit more. And it's something that, you know, maybe one day in the future I'll kind of dabble in. But for right now, all I pretty much know is that it's not regulated. It is very volatile and it's, you know, um, I don't know. It's all just... <laughs> A lot of places don't even accept it as currency, so I'm just confused, you know? So we're just going to throw that out the window. Um, I do follow this one guy on Instagram, Luke, if you're listening. He is like my source for all things cryptocurrency. He really posts amazing stories about... um, the market and things like that. And I'm trying to read it and I'm trying to keep up. So really thank you so much, Luke, for posting that because that's the only knowledge that I've ever, ever received is from you. So um, yeah, I'm not going to talk about, you know, investing in the crypto market, things like that out of my realm. I'm not an expert. I'm sure that there are plenty of other podcasts that can help you out with that kind of stuff. Um, Now, another form of investing is investing in, um, you know, stocks or things like that. And you can kind of do different avenues with this. So I did used to work at TD Bank before I did get into real estate. So I'm not super well versed, but I do have a little bit of knowledge into investing in the stock market and things like that. So obviously there are many platforms out there. Um, One that I used to personally use was Wealthsimple. And Wealthsimple, to put it frankly, it was just, it was simple. It was so easy to use. They kind of create a portfolio for you that is attuned to your needs. And it kind of takes the guesswork out of investing because for someone like myself, I don't even know where to begin. It it sounds so scary when someone says, oh, invest in the stock market. Like what is step number one, right? It's just like one of those things where you kind of get a bit lost in (laughs) translation. And um, if you're someone like me, 
then definitely um, a beginner platform like that is a great way to kind of get into um, get into investing and really just see what it's about. So like I said, in the last episode, we talked about, you know, saving your money, doing things like that. Now we want your money to work for you. So that is where investing comes in. So super long-winded intro. Wow. Um, yeah, I just, we want to make sure that your money is working for you and that you get the most bang for your buck because who doesn't want that, right? So like I said, super simple platform to kind of get started with either be um, wealth simple. Um, I know that Quest Trade is another good one to kind of you know, learn the ropes and things like that. I've never personally used that one myself, but I'll talk from my own standpoint. So Wealth Simple, it's something that me and quite a few of my friends have some knowledge with. So like I said, you basically create a create a uh, account, I guess, and it asks you if your investing goals are short-term or long-term, you know, maybe you want to save up for retirement, so that would be a long-term goal, and maybe you want to save up for a new car, and that could be a shorter-term goal. So it gives you options, and then it can also allow you to choose your risk. So what, how risky do you want to be with it? So if, if, if it's a more, um, if it's a short-term goal, a lot of people will choose to be a bit riskier with it because in a short amount of time, if you can make more money, why not, right? Um, long-term, I feel like it's definitely more safe to kind of play it easier and do a bit, you know, maybe medium risk. I'm not saying, I, I and like I said, it's all personal preference, right? So um, yeah, I definitely think that if you're going to go the long-term route, do what's best for you in any scenario, absolutely. But it's just nice that this platform gives you options. Then it can also, um, it also gives you options for what sort of things you want to invest in. Do you want to invest in more tech? Do you want to invest in more, um, like, I don't know, food companies, whatever it is, um, banks, things like that. So it gives you all of these options to kind of allow you to customize a portfolio that works for you and that works for your needs. And if you're a kind of a top tier investor and you're listening to this, you might be laughing at me. But um, for me, this was a great way to kind of get my foot in the door and kind of see what things are about. And you can put um, money in, you know, in lump sums, or you can set it up. So every time your paycheck comes along, you know, 50 bucks automatically goes into your wealth simple account. Um, a really great way to kind of just have it automated, which I spoke about in previous episodes. So really good. Um, if it's automated, you don't even think about it. It just goes in there and slowly, you know, your money's going to build and build and build. So I really think that that was a great way for me to kind of get my foot in the door. Obviously, if you are more confident in your skills, you can trade just on your own, just kind of watching how things go up and down and just kind of trade that way. I am not well versed in that. So I will say definitely talk to a financial advisor, um, talk to your friends, because I feel like a lot of people who know a lot about investing are just kind of self-taught. Um, there's also many great books out there, many great podcasts that can help you if you want to dabble into investing in the stock market and things like that. Um, one good book that I came across was The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. So I really thought that that was cool. And I think I'm going to pick that up because it really just kind of hit the points that I wanted. Um, and maybe it'll help me uh better my skills because we're all learning, we're all growing, we're all human. We want to just be the best versions of ourselves. So why not? Why not grab a book and read it instead of watching an hour of Netflix at night, right? So um, 
Now we'll get into the meat and potatoes. So investing in real estate. So this is where I feel like I am the most well-versed and I am able to speak about this in the best way possible. So first, I kind of want to talk about some rules of money. And these ones, you know, just kind of generic, you can find them anywhere, but I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into each one. So obviously, number one, pay yourself first. You can't be investing money that you don't have. So This is a great way to kind of tie it into your savings. So it's something good that you can just automate. If you have an extra 20 bucks, if you have an extra 10 bucks, whatever it is, put it off to the side, but you have to make sure that you're covering all of your bases first, which is why budgeting and figuring out your own income and breaking it down that way is so, 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 so important. Number two, learn how to invest. So like I said, if you're someone new and the term investing just sends a shiver up your spine because you don't know where to begin, definitely, you know, like I said, get some books, look at some podcasts or listen to some podcasts. Um, I'm sure there's great YouTube videos out there as well. Talk to friends, talk to financial advisors. They will definitely be able to guide you in a better sense when it comes to investing in the stock market, even cryptocurrency, that kind of stuff not my cup of tea. Um, So yeah, once you learn, um, even just getting your foot in the door, like I said, is a great way to kind of just get started. You can't can't get there if you don't start. So even if it's just a small step, you just got to start somewhere. And number three, don't be a money hater. So I definitely talked about this in one of my previous episodes. Um, If you are thankful for your money and you are grateful for your money and you love money, money will be attracted to you. If you're someone who kind of grew up thinking that money was evil and things like that, you may find yourself struggling with money. Definitely listen to uh, The Energetics of Money. It's a good podcast to kind of give you the lay of the land when it comes to my opinion on receiving money and receiving abundance around you. Because if you hate money, it's going to hate you back. (laughs) It really will. It really will. So number four, give every dollar a job. So um, this is where budgeting comes in super handy. You know, you're kind of figuring out where things go. If you want to create a zero-based budget, then that's kind of where you put every single dollar that you make into a category. So that's really helpful for a lot of people. It's a very strict regimen. Um, If you're able to stick to it, congrats to you. Um, But even if you just kind of give yourself a ballpark, just make sure that you're giving, giving your money a job, giving your dollars a job. So like I said, if you have an extra 20 bucks that you can throw aside into an investment account at the end of the month or at the end of the biweekly paycheck period, give her, go for it. Because that $20, it might be worth $20 today, but it might be worth, you know, a little bit more next year. And what did you do to it? Nothing, right? So investment is all about making your money work for you getting that compound interest and compound interest adds up over time. Even if you're starting small 60 years down the line, like you could have, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, depending on how much you're putting aside. It's actually really interesting. Um, the math of it and how things just obviously with different accounts, there are different return rates. So like I said, if you're looking to get into that kind of stuff, hardcore, talk to a financial advisor, they'll be able to give you all the different, um, I guess, fees and all the fine print stuff, but there definitely are accounts that um, have a a guaranteed rate of return, which is super awesome. Um, Tax-free savings accounts, um, you can get an investment tax-free savings account. So things like that, that you're kind of guaranteed a little bit of return. 
Um, some accounts you don't get as much as others. So it's all about outweighing the pros and cons. The ones that you get more return back might be a bit riskier. So like I said, it's all about talking to someone who is able to kind of guide you in the right direction when it comes to that, because I am not a banker. I was a teller. Yes, but my Lord, I'm not a financial advisor. So yeah. Um, number five, spend less than you earn. So I think this is kind of a given. Um, you always want to be living within your means. You never, ever, ever want to be overextending yourself and living off debt or using debt to pay for things that you cannot afford. That is when people get into big, big, big trouble, right? So um, yeah, spend less than you earn. Number six, have a plan and set the goal. So like I said, say you want to save up for a house and you set a five-year plan for investment then you're able to, you know, you have the goal and you have the plan. Like I'm going to put a hundred bucks every, I don't know, bi-weekly paycheck. I'm going to put a hundred bucks into this investment account and I'm going to get X amount on returns. And in five years, this is how much I should have. So I think it's really great to kind of have it mapped out in front of you because it's really tough to see the end goal when you don't have the steps in sight. So definitely set the goal, have your plan. It makes it a lot easier, especially for me if I write it down, if I'm a very visual person. Um, writing it down really does something. It just kind of makes it click in the brain, I guess. Um, yeah, so number seven, if you have it, don't flaunt it. That comes down to money. If you have extra money, Obviously, you can treat yourself here and there, but you shouldn't be living this crazy, lavish lifestyle if you can't support it and fund other things like your future. A lot of us, a lot of people who are younger, um, myself, I'm 22 years old, we don't really think about the future. We don't think of that far ahead. You know, like, do I wake up every morning and think about retirement? No, no, I don't. But it's something that we should be thinking about because if we start five years earlier, then say when we start when we're 27 or say we decide to start when we're 30, if we're starting eight years earlier, then we're leaps and bounds ahead of many people who kind of put it on a back burner until they kind of realize, oh my gosh, life is catching up with me, right? So um, don't flaunt it. Like I said, every single dollar should have a job. Every single dollar should have somewhere to go and it should have a purpose. So yeah, do not be a slave to money. Now, this one is a tough one because I feel like a lot of people, especially if you're working nine to five jobs, you definitely feel like you're essentially working to live, which is no fun, no fun at all. A lot of people want to, um, you know, like they, they want to have freedom. They don't want to just be sitting at a desk all day, going home and then, you know, maybe working another part time job. It's, it's very tough. So you don't want to be a slave to money, which is why investing is so amazing, especially investing in real estate. Um, you can really have financial freedom. I think if you are able to cultivate a really good financial uh, or sorry, if you're really, if you're able to cultivate a really good real estate portfolio. So, um, don't be a slave to money, boss up, do your thing, invest some money and see what happens. Number nine, keep your finances organized. So you never want to be out of whack. You always want to make sure that you're keeping track of things because when we stop keeping track of things, that's when we find ourselves overspending, you know, maybe doing a little extra here and there, but that always adds up. So I'm a very firm believer in keep track, keep your budget, keep track of your budget and try to stick to it. Seriously. Number 10, it is a game, learn how it works. So I'm sure everyone who is listening has played Monopoly at least once in their life. If you haven't, I'm really sorry. It's a great game. I love Monopoly. 
Um, so yeah, basically, you know, as you know, as you know, in Monopoly, you collect all these properties and you collect rent and then suddenly you own the board. So really it's like a game. You got to learn how to play right. And you got to learn how to create a business for yourself that gives you income and that kind of sets you up for the future. So once you're able to kind of learn the tips and tricks, it's skyrocketing up from there. So, um, yeah, now I want to dive into real estate. So those were just kind of, I don't know, some, some money tips, whatever money rules. Um, yeah. So now talking about real estate. So I've been in real estate for almost a year and a half now. It's been a crazy wild ride and, um, I've seen a lot of things in my short time being in real estate for sure. So a lot of people, when they hear the word, investing in real estate or they hear the word landlord, they get scared. I've definitely heard a lot of people say, oh, I'd never want to be a landlord. I would never do that. I would, you know, that's, that's terrible. That's terrifying. That's terrible. So, um, I feel like a lot of people are really, really afraid of just kind of investing in real estate for the sense of, you know, maybe having tenants or things like that, because people are unpredictable it's honestly, it's so true. You could have great tenants one year. You could have awful tenants the next year. I'm not going to lie and say that it's always going to be sunshines and butterflies because it is not. I promise you that. Um, but it's just about being smart with it. So a conversation that I have very often with my family and friends is that, um, if being a landlord is your number one objection, then there are actually companies that can help you out with that. If you are afraid of, dealing with tenants, if you're afraid of dealing with maintenance of a property, there are companies for a price, of course, but there are companies to help you out with that. So it's just a matter of, is it worth it to you? Is it worth it in the long run? Um, So yeah, what is investing in real estate? So let's, (laughs) I'm getting ahead of myself here. This one is very much just kind of off the top of my head. I'm just going to kind of ramble with it. I'm just going to roll. I'm just going to roll with it. So um Investing in real estate, obviously, you know, a a great way for people to kind of dip their toes in is say you're purchasing a house and, you know, you want to have a little bit of investment income or extra income. Um, A great way to do this is getting a property and having, you know, a basement unit, a separate unit, getting a like a duplex or a triplex, fourplex, whatever it is, having a space that you're able to live while also having a space that you're able to rent out and generate some extra income. So this can also be very beneficial if you're looking to get a mortgage because many mortgage brokers, they're able to um, accommodate that rental income into you know your ratios. So that in turn might be able to get you a bit of a higher mortgage to get you a better property, things like that. And think of it this way. So say you have... I'm just going to spitball some numbers here. Say you have, you know, a $2,500 mortgage for a house and it's, you have a granny suite. Say it's two bedrooms. You can rent it out for, um, $1,500 or $1,600, depending on how nice it is, whatever it is, your mortgage has now gone down by that $1,500, $1,600. So that's, you know, money that you're saving that you can put into different avenues, you know, maybe invest in other things, um, things like that. So it's, it's really a great way to kind of cut costs on your end while also paying off your mortgage. And if you do end up keeping that property and say you live there for five, six years, whatever, you're able to pull equity out of the property and then maybe do it again for another one and keep your property, rent it out. And now you're renting 
basement unit and upstairs unit for, let's say, $3,000. Say you're getting $1,500 for both units. Now you're netting $500 in profit for that property. That property is paying for itself. It's doing its thing. If you can find great tenants that take care of the property, that respect you, that pay rent on time, they are out there, I promise, then, you know, you're you're making money. It's It could be considered a stream of income. And say you're moving up to triplex, fourplex, things like that, you're able to generate this extra income that you're not even working for. It's working for you, which is why I think that investing in real estate is something that more people should consider um, and kind of let go of that landlord fear. Seriously. Um, like I said, there are companies that handle it. There are companies that can even help you vet tenants, things like that. Obviously I would recommend vetting tenants yourself, um, just to make sure that no one else is kind of making mistakes for you because you always want to be able to have a good tenant in your property. And, um, especially right now with the market being the way that it is, tenants are having a hard time finding a decent rental. So, you know, you might get 20, 30 applications and then you're able to kind of pick and choose. So it really is a win-win. Um, so I think that that is a really great avenue to kind of go down and, you know, keep building that portfolio And as the years go by, the properties are going to pay themselves off. And also properties are always increasing in value. So real estate is one of the only assets that is, you know, pretty much constantly increasing in value. Yeah, there may be some dips here and there, but over the the trend over, over the past 10 years, like pricing has significantly increased. I'm going to give you some little stats here. So even from um, April, 2021, uh, let's talk. Let's talk about North Bay here. So I currently work out of North Bay, Ontario, and the average sales price in April 2021 for a single-family home, things like that, was three hundred and eighty-five thousand five hundred and eight dollars. Okay, so that was April 2021. It is now end of April 2022. When this episode's coming out, it's May 2nd. So we have the stats for April 2022 now. So the average sale price for the same category was now $520,824, which is a 35.1% increase from April 2021. Now, a lot of people I know are going to be saying, oh, it's not sustainable. The market is going to crash and maybe it will, you know, maybe pricing will go back down. Um, But like I said, over the long term, real estate is constantly increasing in value. So there may be dips here and there with interest rates going up. We don't know if people are going to panic buy, panic sell. We, like no one really knows what's happening in the future. All I know is that I can give stats for right now. And right now there's been a 35.1% increase from in, in one year in the sale prices in North Bay, Ontario, which is pretty crazy because people who were saying, oh, the market's going to crash in April last year are now saying, I wish I would have bought in April last year, right? So no one knows which way the market is going to swing because there's so many factors that are affecting the market. But over the long run, the long haul, if you're going to be holding on to properties for 10, 20, 30 years, you know, if you're paying your properties off in full, or even if you're just holding them onto them for, you know, a decent amount of time, then you are going to see an increase in value. So that is something to think about um, because not only are you having extra income on the side, say 20 years down the line, if you want to offload 
your one property, two properties, four properties, six properties, however many properties you have, not only are they going to be paid off for, from tenants um, pay, like paying their rent, which is in turn paying your mortgage, then you're now going to have a property that is increased in value. And yes, you're going to have to pay taxes on that, but um, you know, capital gains, gains taxes are 50% of the um, increase in value. So say you bought a house for $200,000 and when you bought it and then by the time you sell it, you sell it for $300,000, you're going to be taxed on half of that $100,000, which was the increase in profit. So that would be $50,000 is taxable income. So think, keep that in mind, but really in the long run, it's worth it. It's a great way to kind of create um, a retirement uh, you know, fallback, I guess. Um, that's something that I'm going to be looking forward to doing as I get older and as I create a portfolio and as I um, am in real estate for more many more years because I love my job. But yeah, something to keep in mind is that pricing increases over the long run. And also, um, so that was just North Bay. I want to talk about Toronto prices, um, GTA prices, not my area of expertise, but you can still pull stats from there. So um, if you're listening to this and you're from the GTA, uh, March 2021, the average sale price was $1,097,351. So just around 1.1 million. And March 2022 was 1.299894. So 1.3 million basically. So you have an 18.5% increase. Um, in one year, and f- that is for um, that. Th- those are stats from the Toronto Real Estate Board. So that's pretty much GTA area things like that. So um, definitely a greater area than a tiny little place like North Bay. But it just kind of gives you insight into how the market ebbs and flows, and how how you can make profit. And I'm not saying buy a property and expect to you know, make a hundred grand in a year because next, and then sell it off next year because we never know what's going to happen. I think that this investing in real estate is a long-term game. And I think that if you do it right and you have a proper plan and you can create a rich portfolio, then you will truly be set, you, you know, maybe 10 years down the line, you'll be set and you won't even really have to work because you're having all this extra income come in from um, tenants. And, um, it's, it's a great way to kind of have supplemental income and to really be your own boss and to figure it out on your own. And of course, like I said, there are going to be drawbacks. You're going to have issues here and there. Homes need maintenance. People are not always reliable. There's always going to be some downfalls, but in the long run, I think it's a really great way for especially younger people who might not even be thinking about it. I think that it's a great way to kind of open your eyes and think about the future and think about what you're going to do for yourself, what you're going to do for your kids, maybe. Um, so yeah, a lot of people do invest in real estate, you know, maybe you'll buy a rental property. And then when your kid gets older, it's someplace that they can live for university, something like that. So really great way to create your own extra income. So highly, highly, highly recommend investing in real estate, very high level kind of general overview, um, But yeah, if anyone ever wanted to chat with me further about it, I would love, love, love to talk about it. You know where to find me on Instagram, Maya Burns. Um, Yeah, so I think I'm going to 
wrap it up there. Kind of a random episode. I'm very, I know this is not super informative. This is just kind of me having a conversation. I just like having it that way. I don't, I don't ever want it to feel too forced and too scripted because that's not me. I just like having conversation. It's like I'm talking to you through this microphone. So hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you resonated with something. Hopefully maybe you're going to think about investing in real estate in the future. And if you do, then I hope I'm your girl. And um, yeah, let's make you some money and um, let's get it. So once again, I hope you have a great, fantastic day. And if you have any questions, I would love to help you out on Instagram. Um, And yeah, I'm going to wrap it up. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.